Welcome to Vitality Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, call your doctor. Now, let's go to Vitality Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osment, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. Now, today we're going to talk about Vitality Span, and Vitality Span really contains four M's. Um, I like alliteration. That's, you know, memory, mobility, and mood. I've talked about the three M's of vitality span before, but now I've added another M. And it's even more foundational than the others. It feels so good to feel good. So stay tuned. We're going to talk about that fourth M. And this is information you're going to want. Every human being living on this earth is composed of three parts. We have our physical body, we have our soul, which is defined as mind, will, and emotions, and we have our spirit. Now, our spirit's eternal, but our body and soul soul are not. Our bodies um, are naturally going to age. And, you know, if when you define soul as mind, will, and emotions, it's also going to naturally age. But these are merely uh, our vehicles for the relationships in our life. Now, these body and souls require maintenance, whether we like it or not, because every vehicle requires maintenance. We can slow aging down, but we really can't stop it. And like any vehicle, good maintenance means that uh, you're going to have more time with optimal function and you're going to have fewer problems. So I appreciate that you're listening to Vitality Made Simple because this you know, this means you obviously want to find simpler ways to live with more vigor, with more energy, and with more zest for life. Now, this podcast is dedicated to helping you really be the boss of your vitality span and to live without regret and less to have less stress uh, about your health. So think of the three M's of vitality, memory, mobility, and mood. Now, they all require, you know, maintenance. They require you doing something. They require you actually taking charge, being the CEO of what's going on in your body. And so many times when I'm talking to my patients or my well, my wellness coaching clients, uh, they tell me they know what they need to be doing. They just have trouble doing it. So it's super important to uh, change that I I need to, I need to, I need to, whatever it is, fill in the blank, to I want to. And um, once you once you know what you want and you have a, you know, your wanter is clear, it's much easier to do the things that uh, you that you really should do or that you need to do to uh, maintain your vehicle. Now, so therefore, the, I really think that the fourth M of vitality span uh, after memory, mobility, and mood is motivation. And motivation can easily be called your vision. It's also, you know, called your why. Uh, It's it's what matters to you 
for yourself. It's the reasons that you want to live in any certain fashion that will actually enhance a good memory, enhance maximum mobility, and enhance a stable or a pleasant mood. You know, you have to clarify for yourself exactly why you want to nurture habits that create vitality. And when you do this, your life gets much easier. Because whether we like it or not, as these relationship vehicles age, there's certain things we have to do that maybe we didn't have to do at younger ages. Although these these maintenance needs are becoming necessary uh, at younger ages for everybody on this earth. You know, uh, the Bible's pretty clear about this too, where there is no vision that people perish. That's straight out of the King James Version uh, in Proverbs 29, 18. It's, it's clear in every area of life that we have to have a vision. We talk about that easily in business, but we have to also talk about it in the business of our vitality. In medicine, we talk an awful lot about lifespan. And lifespan is merely the number of years that you live. Well, I think health span is a much more relevant number. I talked a lot about health span on my TED Talk. It's called the Forgotten Orifice. And in my TED Talk, I related how oral bacteria impact health and how that um, you know, having a clean mouth and knowing what bacteria you have to deal with will enhance health span. But you know, fast forward a few years, I really think vitality span is where it's at because that gets to the heart of the issue much more. You can live a really long life, but maybe not you know truly live, and you can be you know healthy in terms of um, numbers. Your your blood sugar, your blood pressure, and all of that, but you can also not have vitality. So I love to talk about vitality span. And and in order to have a vibrant vitality span, you've got to have, you know, you've got to work on your memory, your mobility, and your mood. And and we don't, we have to really work on all of those. It's, there's not one that's more important. Sometimes I think, well, memory is much more important, but but they're all important. We don't have to agree about, you know, which one um, is is the main one or which one is least important. Um, you know, because, you know, we know that memory is super important because that impacts relationships so heavily. But on the other hand, who wants to be around somebody, you know, who's a grouch, who's in a bad mood or whose mood you have to guess? Um, that's no fun. That's not good for relationships. And we all naturally want to live with maximum mobility at every age and every stage in our life, regardless of any physical impairments or any injuries. You know, the goal is uh, maximum bo- mobility for as far as it depends on your particular situation. But much more foundational than memory, than mobility and mood um, is your motivation, your, your vision for your future. You know, your vision for your future self must be bigger than your vision of your past self. You can always start over. You can always boost your vitality span regardless of where you are. When you have a clear vision, um, 
it it will direct your attention and it will direct your choices in the present. You know, when you've clarified this for yourself, you're naturally going to live in ways that protect your memory or enhance your memory. Um, you're going to live in ways that increase your mobility and you're going to do things that nurture a more stable mood. We're dealing with a natural force in our world that uh, we can't get away from. It's called entropy. It's actually the known as the second law of thermodynamics. You may have seen this in your closet or in your car or, you know, just in your garden. Um, it's, it's a natural force that tells us that things are, are going to go to disorder things always naturally go to disorder. I mean, think of a sandcastle on the beach. The wind, the waves, they move it around. It's going to go to disorder. I always think of my closet. You know, dang it, I clean my closet, and then three days later, it's all messed up. My car's the same exact way. I'm speaking from experience. You know, entropy is something we're all dealing with. Entropy can also be, um, you look at entropy with aging. I mean, I'm sorry, it's it's going to happen. You hear about anti-aging, but as I always like to say, um, that's a great thought, but we want to slow aging. We want to do everything we can to live with um, more vitality, to have a longer health span, and, uh, but entropy is fighting against us. Entropy is normal. We want to resist normal. Normal is defined as the usual or the regular pattern and what is typical in this world. Well, that second law of thermodynamics is absolutely typical in this world. It's familiar. Consider what normal is in our world. It's dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated. Normal is overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. Everything in our normal world is going to go to disorder. And every grand future vision that you have is going to hinge on your memory, your mobility, and your mood. So consequently, it's essential to clarify your vision. And every vision has three elements that provide uh, the motivation to accomplish what you want in life. Uh, those are purpose, picture, and core values. So first of all, purpose. The first element of creating your vision is to know your purpose. Your purpose is the reason you exist. You know, as an individual, this is your why. So think about uh, think about a business. You know, for a business, the purpose is understanding what business they're actually in. So it's it's all about making a difference and adding value. So Think about what you want to uh, accomplish in your life. A good way to find your purpose is to actually uh, write your obituary. And that sounds a little bit morbid, but it works for a lot of people uh, in developing purpose. If you begin with the end in mind, you'll probably figure out, you'll understand exactly what business you're in. Uh, The second thing is to picture your future. Now, this can be a physical picture. Uh, It can be a mental picture. The key is to just clearly uh, visualize your ideal future. You, You have to have a clear picture of where you're going and what you want to achieve. I saw this firsthand uh, years ago when I was working with a group of women who had been 
rescued from human trafficking. And I I have a um, kind of a Bible-based health study that I, I give, and it's called Nourish Life. And I was giving Nourish Life to these women. Well, uh, I, I could tell right away that, you know, it wasn't really, it wasn't relevant because of what they'd been through. So we, we backed up and we created vision boards. And it was so much fun just to see these women cutting out pictures, writing words, you know, painting and gluing and and creating their own vision boards to picture what they wanted in their future. It really, really works. So uh, every vision has three elements. We talked about purpose. We talked about picture. And, we, and then there are also core values. This is the third element of creating a vision. You have to know your core values. Your core values are, uh, are tools that will guide you uh, in making decisions and actions. They're the principles that shape your behavior and uh, they provide direction. They sort of keep you on the right path. So you can find core values just by doing a search and get all kinds of great lists. I mean, there there are things like uh, bravery, kindness, humor, commitment, family, optimism, uh, honesty. I mean, health can be a core value. Uh, independence can be a core value. You know, freedom I think is is a, a beautiful core value. Uh, trustworthiness. Think of your um, your core values as kind of your north star. They they keep you moving in the right direction. So if you want to, you want a longer vitality span, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you weren't interested in more vitality. And um, having a clear vision helps keep you from getting distracted away from this. So here's a, here's a few questions that you can ask yourself. Um, number one, what do I want to be able to keep doing? So at whatever age you are, you if you want, you know, obviously want to maintain the maximum zest for life, uh, just think about what you want to be able to keep doing and don't think that anything you put down is too small. I mean, I was talking to a wellness coaching client and and she said, I want to keep toileting myself. Well, that is a dang good idea. I mean, people don't think about that until they can't do it. You want to be able to uh, make your own decisions. You know, it, it Think about it. It really does go back to memory, uh, mobility, and mood. You want your friends to want to be around you. You want to keep having a social life. Um, so, so that's a good question to ask. And then there's another uh, great question: Just what do I want to be able to start doing? And there may be things. I mean, another. You know, here we are again. Don't short sell yourself. There's a lot that maybe you can't do now, but if you start making some different decisions, you um, you might be able to start doing some things that you would be really shocked you can do. And and then what is it that makes your heart sing? What is the driving force that causes you to be excited about getting up in the morning? You know, there could be more questions. I mean, what do you want to be able to do in one year, two years, three years, you know, whatever. But the basic questions are, what do I want to be able to keep doing? What do I want to, to be able to start doing? And what makes my heart sing? What what gets me excited about life? So, you know, think about these things. Uh, it's different for everyone. I 
I put a lot of thought into it. And if you've listened to, um, I've thought about this for years, actually. But if you've listened to episode five, you know, I have this crazy diagnosis of chronic lymphocytic leukemia. And that, you know, that puts a spin on things for everybody. Any kind of diagnosis does, or uh, even, a, you know, a diagnosis for yourself or for a loved one. But for me, I mean, one of the things that's a driving force is um, that I want to be able to lift a 30-pound suitcase uh, over my head and put it into the overhead bin in an airplane. I want to go. I want to go see things. I want to see the world. I want to experience things. I love, love adventure. Uh, one of my core values is adventure. So so that's just one thing that's on my list. But but one thing for certain, you know, strong memory, good mobility, and a stable mood are essential even for um, being able to lift that 30-pound suitcase into the overhead bin. When we travel, I like to travel light, so I don't want to take much, but I, I want to be able to uh, handle it myself. Make your list. You know, what what do you want to be able to keep doing? What do you want to be able to start doing? And what is the driving force that gets you excited about your day? Begin with the end in mind. Um, you might want to write your own obituary, as I said. I I love, love, love um, a hospice nurse called named Bonnie Ware. She's actually a singer-songwriter now, I think. But she has written a really cool book that catalogs the top five regrets of the dying. And the number one thing she heard as a hospice nurse over and over and over was, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life that others expected of me. Now think about that. That was the most common regret of all. You know, too many people realize their life is almost over and they look back and they clearly see that many of their dreams have gone unfulfilled. And, um, you know, each person has a God-given purpose. We are all on this planet for a reason, and we want to live out that purpose. So, you know, you want to keep your health, you want to keep your vitality, you want to keep your zest for life. It's never too late. You know, having vitality brings a freedom that very few people realize until they actually no longer have it. So wherever you are, you, you can improve. Start today by defining your, your motivation. So when you hear me in the future talk about um, vitality span, there's going to be four M's. There's not just three anymore. It's uh, memory, mobility, mood, and motivation. Uh, it just feels so good to feel good. And feeling great does not need to be confusing, expensive, or no fun. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 49 of Vitality Made Simple. You know, together we're taking the stress out of being healthy. And it's really together because we're now in 457 cities. We added eight cities uh, this week and still 46 countries. Thanks to you. So please keep sharing. Please keep subscribing and, you know, work on your vision. Without a vision, the people perish. Thanks for listening. Blessings until next time.